so this is the no sold weekly wrap i'm here again with the east west connection how are you guys feeling feeling great Hello, john i'm feeling incredible thank you it's amazing great i'm glad to hear it <laughs> i really am last week we were all about how are WWE. you john i'm good <laughs> okay last week we were all about wwe survivor series that was our review we spent a whole two hours recapping that uh premium live event and we got a little bit of feedback some was uh pretty positive and right away want to uh shout out to greg because he mentioned how they were missing the cage uh the top to the cages and i couldn't yeah. put my finger on what was missing but yeah good how good about call. that yes yeah, very stupid. yeah i totally blanked out on that one yeah. It would have helped, I think, a little bit just to kind of create the visual. Yeah, War Games doesn't belong in Survivor Series. We covered yeah. that. You want to hear us complain <laughs> yeah, for two hours about that? Go ahead and True. listen on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can hear us complain all about that show. Um, but it was... Uh, I, I, I was not complaining True. that whole show. I just had a problem with War Games being mm-hmm. at a, an event called Survivor Series. And I think that's fair, actually. But yes, we we did get into Survivor Series last week. This week, we want to get into some AEW stuff. We want to talk about sort of just like the state of AEW wrestling because they had full gear, MJF's your new champion, and then we had a couple of Dynamites, Rampages since then. A lot of stuff's taken some turns, some twists and turns. We got our uh, AEW, I guess we'll call him our, our specialist here in Frank. Um, no offense, John Petrick. But our oh, resident yeah. AEW, no, but Frank and I and uh, Duke want to get into some AEW stuff because I'll kick it right off. William Regal, they wrote him off TV. They wrote him out of storyline or whatever you want to call it. It looks like it was probably a permanent write-off for his AEW stint, if you trust the news. What did you think, the Frank? You heard sheets, a little bit about this? The sheets. Yeah, unfortunately, I mean, it seems legit because I think last week I was saying – you know, it was debunked or whatever. He has a three-year deal, but apparently he has some sort of agreement, you know, in the contract that he can make shit happen. I mean, you know, good for him, whatever. Listen, it's a bummer to see him go. I think he helps, you know, your product. I think he has a lot to offer, especially young locker room. But if, if it's a good deal for him, like if he's going to get paid, you know, and Papa H is going to pick him up, the way he was, I guess, backstage at NXT, you know, whatever. If it's best for him, good for him. I'm salty to see him go. I love the Blackpool Combat Club. It makes me feel better about the MJF angle, though. You know what I mean? Like with him turning on the club, he sort of clears up some shit. If the black the guy from Blackpool is not even going to be in the company anymore, it's like, all right, well, you could take tear apart this crew a little easier for me to deal with it, I guess. But, you know, I do think it's a bummer for AEW. I think he's added value to their company but you know it is what it is yeah i want to it is the business i want to talk about towards the end of the show like maybe your thoughts about how it all kind of went down the regal Mm -hmm. exit but i want to ask duke uh with mjf because frank just said now the blackpool combat club looks to be at least extinguished but also mjf's i guess temporary manager he it was a quick a quick exit for regal you saw the uh the angle set up this past week on dynamite so mjf revealed the title Duke, talk about that segment, what you thought about it overall. <laughs> Just what you, what, how, now that it's passed on, what do you think? Well, first of all, is that how you want to write somebody off? Like, 
wouldn't it be better to just like stab someone and kill them off? Yeah. Like that's never been done in pro wrestling, you know? Oh, wait, it actually has. Did you guys hear the news? Heard On all Impact about Impact Wrestling, Eric Young was stabbed and killed. Oh, nice. And written off. That's sick. I okay. missed it. The you first know, I did. I did hear he was going back to oh, um, yeah, the Fed, you know, stabbed, but like, uh, I didn't Peter know he killed him. Took That's him cool. out. So the first death in the wrestling? First ever, like, well, it's not the first. Death. No, no, Muhammad Hassan. Muhammad Hassan got also, killed. Also, Vince died. Oh, that's right. That's but right. But then that whole thing happened. And Taker wow. buried Muhammad Hassan alive, yes. and he never saw him again <laughs> in wrestling, the wrestling business. That's true. That's yeah. true. I didn't see the uh, Eric Young uh, killing. What did you think, Duke? Do we want to talk uh, about it or not? I mean, I impact is kind of like they got people to talk, that's for mm-hmm. sure. And uh I don't know, they kind of don't take themselves seriously. I, I kind of like that about them. Like mm. if you watch and I don't watch Impact a lot, admittedly, but you know, I heard that this happened and I had to say it for myself. Uh apparently Eric Young's going to WWE because Triple H is bringing everybody back. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what? I don't really see the value in Eric Young. Me but what the hell do I know, right? Triple H okay. is fixing the wrestling business one rehire at a time. Yeah. Eric Young was well, he was one of those guys that was like when Sanity. while he was in the company, it was like all right, you he had too much TNA energy. He didn't ever he didn't I don't think I don't know I didn't watch that NXT stuff, but it didn't mm-hmm. seem like he did anything really of note. And then when he got let go, you were kind of like. Oh, okay. Like sometimes you could scratch your head at some of the like releases mm. that they do, but then Eric Young, you were like, Oh yeah, okay, he's older. And they didn't yeah. really fit in with that yeah. young show. And now Very he's strange. Whatever. But uh anyway, getting back to the MGF thing, I just think I mean the regal turn makes even less sense to me now. <laughs> like if you want to take him out, have MJF beat up Moxley's manager. Mm-hmm. He he assaults Moxley's manager and he takes him out. Why do we have to have this swerve? And it also the guy's leaving your company and you put him in the limelight. It doesn't yeah. make sense, dude. The booking there yeah. is really I'm questioning a lot lately. That's the and, booker uh, of the year, so you watch your mouth. What's yeah. that? I said Tony Khan's the booker of the year, so you watch your mouth. Um, yeah, I mean he has uh, some stiff competition out there in 2022. <laughs> so we got one show killing people and one show that's rehiring a bunch of you know guys that couldn't get over in the first place. But and girls, know. and girls. Sorry, I just, just wrestlers. How's wrestlers. that? I'm sorry, superstars, superstars. superstars. Mm-hmm. Thank um, you. But they but... tweeted wrestling once. So yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know the MJF well, thing. It doesn't. It's it's silly to me. Like, why turn Regal if you're just going to kill him? Like, it just, I don't know, man. You'll have some people that might want to uh, chime in and give you the breakdown of why that might have made sense, quote unquote, the logic behind it. But um, I think we'll get into, towards the end of this, let's just get into Regal, uh, the exit, because some say it was been known for months. Uh, if it's true, like some of the things that are being speculated about the maturity and whatnot in the company. We don't want to like go too hard on the rumors, but I I just think it might be a somewhat of like an indictment on AEW with him leaving right now. No, look, you know I've been pretty, I've been high on AEW for <laughs> the last few months. I'm not here to bury it, but well, I do want to say like towards the end, um, just you know the overall direction they might be going. But Frank, what do you think of the title reveal by MJF, the new uh, belt design? <laughs> yeah. Um. 
so first of all, I thought they were, I was like, there's no way there's, there's a new title design. Cause I thought that, I think that title design is pretty good. So I was mm-hmm. like, what is this going to be? And I'm always like, I'm a, I'm a mark for a new belt. So you show, you come out with a belt. I'm like, I want to see it, whether I agree with it or not. But I thought it was pointless. You know, you couldn't even tell if it didn't look that great. Like it's hard to see the Burberry, you know, it's a gimmick belt, you know? So like, that's funny, I guess it's been done a million times, but you couldn't even see what was going on um with the design i just think it looks like shit i think you made the belt look shittier slightly shittier um but whatever triple MGF, b it's, yeah it's a triple b belt <laughs> yeah b. it's this is mjf's time so i guess we gotta do all this corny shit so whatever what is it well so let Duke, I'll, I'll throw this to you after i just mentioned like so mjf the promo it went on pretty long before he hit regal and turned on him but uh he got into the wwe stuff again dropping names and I think it's gotten to the point now where it's going to backfire because he's like, I almost feel like I'm watching WWE when MJF's out there. And maybe that's the point, like in a way, you know what I mean? Like some of the stuff he's doing is kind of like you guys don't like the Miz. I, I'm not a huge fan of the Miz, but I'm getting like Miz vibes. Like it's very tacky. And now you took the belt, the title belt. And I know that he's supposed to be like all about class and whatnot. And he like idolizes Ric Flair, but here he is like kind of i don't know diminishing the time it just seems so wwe-esque to do like a a custom title you know what Mm -hmm. i mean maybe it's been done everywhere else but what do you what do you think duke about um the title design and all that stuff yeah i mean i'm with frank like i don't i think it's unnecessary like i did like the black on it i thought that looked kind of cool but like the burberry Mm -hmm. strap like i don't know i'm not a big fan of the custom belts it it doesn't really make sense to me it's like a championship trophy that you get for being the best. Like, you know, we get them every year in, in all the big four sports. Like, it's not like people get like a custom, like Super mm-hmm. Bowl trophy, you know, here's your custom Lombardi trophy with Burberry trim, you know, like yeah. it's just nonsensical. Point. And as far as him talking about WWE all the time, like put over your own brand, dude. Yeah. You are now the face of all elite wrestling. Fuck WWE, you know, like, it it seems like very small time to me. Like you're you're trying to, you know, and like you said, it might backfire on them. People might change the channel. Like WCW tried this, you know, like, oh well, don't tune in tonight. Mick Foley, the guy that couldn't get past mid-card status, won their world title. And then what did people do? Change the channel, you know, like it was also I'm like never... a jaw-dropping thing when he first did it, but now I just feel like it's it is the yeah, shtick now. He feels very like phony right now, honestly. That's how, I felt, very, that's how I felt about this guy for a long time. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. very rehearsed, very, mm-hmm. like, just, you know, unnatural, as most, unfortunately, wrestlers do now. You know, like, everything, it's like an act, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. I feel like everybody's doing, and and bad acting at that, you know? Because I do like MJF and he's a young man and I think that he could be something, but not, you know, dude, get out there. You want to shit on AEW because they were against you? That's fine. But like, this is your brand, dude. Like, you, sh- you should build. He got to the top. All now, elite right? wrestling up. Yeah, That's exactly. What he like, exactly. Like, him mentioning and WWE he... and Nick Khan and blah, blah, blah. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. It gave me Miz vibes. It gives me Edge vibes. They're just guys I just didn't enjoy as, you know, WWE champion. But overall, they could have had a thing with him and Regal. Obviously, it was not to be with Regal, you know, going elsewhere or whatever. But um, 
I just feel like, yeah, MJF's heel work right now. I guess he's back to, you know, being a, you know, angry heel villain, but it still feels rehearsed. We'll talk a little bit more about MJF, but I do want to talk about AEW all around because they had um, Dax, Dax fought Brian Danielson first time, at least that I can remember. Was that their first time ever fighting that you guys know of? Um, as far as I, I can remember, yeah, definitely yeah. singles, yeah, for yeah. sure. Definitely singles, right? Uh, just as good well, as you'd expect. Yeah, right. Didn't they? Who was it? Um, FTR against Moxley and who? Was it Punk? Oh, yeah. I love that match. Okay, so there it wasn't. So it wasn't yeah. Brian. Okay. I don't know. Match. Were they, would they have been in the WWE at the same time? I mean, Probably. they definitely were. I don't know that they did anything, though, you know, for sure. I mean, I'm going to. I'm gonna get the man. I'm gonna get Zern on this one. Hit him yeah, get up. our you road guys go man ahead and on continue. It. Well, but meanwhile, I want to just Frank. Did you see the match? And obviously, I, I was did. gonna ask you, what do you think about Dax's potential as a solo guy, or is that just not to be? You know, I think he had the he had a moment where he could have had a run, you know. But like, I never saw. I, I as good as he is, I don't see him as a singles guy. I just don't. You know, like I can't get over him and you know, overseeing him in that tag team. And, you know, he's not the biggest guy. He's a bald guy. He's not a body guy. Yeah. As decent as his promos are, I don't think they're like next level or anything like that. Like I like the guy a lot and like them two together as the unit. That's what they are to me. Always like during the Owen Hart invitational or whatever they called that, you know, he definitely could have been in that and won that. And so you're saying that's the moment where they, yeah. Like I could see that have been like his, high moment you know maybe it turns into like a title shot but i don't see him as a top guy as a solo always you know and even though he has a lot of the goods um i just still i just think of him as a tag team dude unfortunately for him i guess but i think they're the best tag team and one of the best tag teams ever arguably you know what i mean so i don't think there's any shame in it yeah i'd like to see them showcased more we've talked about that even as a team but i like these random singles matches with dax believe it or not because you get to see these fresh matches he's worked punk he's worked brian Mm -hmm. he's worked um adam cole i believe or Mm -hmm. he's worked a lot of like singles guys duke what do you think of the match and um the work those two guys put in danielson and dax yeah i mean i'm i'm on the other side i would totally buy dax Mm -hmm. as a singles guy like if he came out and got an opportunity, like, you know, the TNT title or whatever, and, like, he won that title, like, I would be all about that. With all due respect to Cash, like, mm-hmm. I just think Dax is easily the star of that team. I like, agree with that. Yeah, I agree like, with that. Like, more sure. charismatic. I think he's way better in the ring. Uh, his promos aren't, like, this, you know, next level, like Frank said, but, like, Who's are like mm-hmm. I don't think there's anybody they feel that's... they feel authentic though I, I feel yeah like, exactly for the most part exactly no I 100% agree like that's what we're talking about with like you know plausibility believability like and I know that those dudes love professional wrestling you know so mm-hmm. like that's the guys that I always cheer for and maybe that's why I can buy them but like Frank mentioned in that you know the Owen Hart tournament we all said that was the time. Like, let mm-hmm. him do it. Just let him do it. Call he's an wearing, audible. He, yeah, he's wearing the mm-hmm. black and pink. Like, he's got the Bret Hart roots. Like, you know, with mm-hmm. Adam Cole's a Shawn Michaels guy. You know? No that was always my problem is. with it. Yeah, yeah. like, mm-hmm. so like, you know, I don't know. I could, I would absolutely buy him. 
John, we were texting during it and you made the joke, you know, throw this guy through a barbershop window. Yeah. I'm like, I'm with you, you know, like, yeah, let's know. go, dude. Fucking turn them and let's. It can still happens. happen, you know. I feel like yeah, oh yeah. I'm with you more though, Duke, because I think uh, all it takes is they they present it to you like he's a star. We believed it with the sure. Owen thing, TNT title. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I mean, I mean, just Frank says, you know, I don't see him like that, but like Frank, if you saw him win, like if he beat like Orange Cassidy for the Atlantic title, would yeah. you like that? No, 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 for sure. But yeah, I think yeah. of those as like mid card, you know, like belts or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah back I top see, top yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a tippy yeah. top guy, I don't see it, but like I could totally see it. any of those other belts in AEW. Yeah, and I mean, you know, he's thirty eight. You know, yeah, he's no, kind of yeah, exactly. He's, he's so almost old. Yeah, but I, I well, don't you were, know. It, you were like, like you uh, mentioned, they are a lot of fun. Like just seeing mm-hmm. these matches with him and whoever it is. You know, he seems to have good matches with everyone. Yeah, I totally agree. Speaking of um, guys that some people might not have seen as a top top guy, but he's getting a chance. Frank, your boy Ricky Starks. So yeah. I wanted to talk about him real quick because he he won a, a quick match this past week on um, Dynamite. It was just kind of keep him strong. He's going to mm-hmm. be next to go at MJF after winning that um, the title tournament. It's going to culminate mm-hmm. at Winners Coming. Also, he's though he's entering this Dynamite Diamond Ring Battle Royal next week, yeah. which also is for MJF's ring. Does, so uh, does he just get the ring? Or like for the year, for does he borrow? <laughs> yeah, uh, I think he just gets it right because the winner got the ring. I think it's just that's the prize of. So MJF takes it off and like has to give it to someone else type I, of thing. Yeah, I guess so. Or there might be other rings. You know what I mean? It's not like you know the Patriots give up their Super mm-hmm. Bowl trophy right, 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 right after right, right. they win. You know what I mean? So it's like yeah, like because I remember MJF even had one ring and then they changed the ring to a different ring for like one of the other years. So like, I don't know. Yeah, I guess you just win the ring. I um I hope Ricky Starks wins it. I don't know. He has a title shot already, though, doesn't he? Exactly. Yeah. That's my point. So I'm wondering. Yeah, he, made, he cut a promo. That's... Yeah, he cut a promo that he's coming for everything MJF has. And yeah. it was like, wasn't his best promo, but I, I didn't think it was bad. But um, yeah. I was just wondering because obviously he's just set up to be a next probably opponent for MJF to kind of get this ball rolling as champion, right? I don't think we're expecting yeah. Starks to take the title. Away, for sure. But um. It's cool that they're trying to elevate a guy that I, I looked at as like a mid-card guy. He's getting a chance. Our road man doesn't buy it. I know Zern's not on the uh, Ricky Starks train. Oh, he's all about on. that. He'll get on, right? The physique's yeah. not up to Zern's liking, I don't think. I don't want to uh, put words in his mouth. But Duke, what do you think of the Ricky Starks? Like all this stuff, because he's going after the ring, and can you clear up how to – does he have to fight him for the ring when he wins this tour, uh, battle royal? <laughs> to me, it's like the world title eliminator thing. I'm I'm, I'm lost on this one. You know what's he funny? I, I saw on like – I don't know if it was Raw or SmackDown, but somebody said – or it was Wade Barrett goes, usually when a challenger beats the champion in a non-title match, you know what I mean? It counts as like an elimination match. And they get it. And it's funny that he, Wade Barrett, said it randomly on commentary, yeah, whatever thanks, show Wade. he does. <laughs> I was like, oh, That's look at that. Really I was like, it's he cleared it up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's probably the same ring because of what Ricky Stark said, like how he was going to take everything you know, that MJF had. Yeah. And I don't think, you know, the world champion needs the dynamite diamond ring either. Also, I don't even know. So what the dynamite diamond ring gets you a title shot. Is that what it is? Okay. That's why it's so Ricky Starks has a title shot and then he's going to have another one just in case it's kind of like cashing in the, 
you know, the money in the bank on the U.S. title, even though it's not, it's not that bad. It's not a that U.S. Bad. title open challenge match. But it's definitely not that bad. But it's, it's but not it's, that yeah. bad. If you get two title shots, right? What if Ricky Starks wins this shit? He he has his title match doesn't go his way. It was like, well, I got another one, bitch. You know what I mean? That, you know, that's yeah. what I want to know about the ring. Does it give you a idea. title shot whenever you want? Like the chip. Yeah, I, I don't that's really my know. bad, probably yeah. for not knowing. But I yeah, mean, no, I like Ricky role. Starks, and I'm all for them. Like you said, elevating. This is what you have to do. You have to elevate. Yeah. You have to make you know new talent. That's something that the WWE, I've been so critical of them not doing, you know, mm-hmm. this is why they end up in the gym and they got to, you know, send Bill Goldberg a text, you know, like, and, yeah. And it is a good, they do a good job with their homegrown, like, you know, the MJF, the jungle boys, mm-hmm. Ricky Starks is having his moment, Jade's whoever, Britt Baker. Um, they do, I think they do a good job, like setting themselves up for the future. And like, I think they get a lot of uh, flack for like signing all these WWE guys. Like I saw a post, like who came from WWE and, you know, has been elevated, you know? And it's like, yeah, it's true to an extent. Like some of these guys have come over and like, they haven't been put in a better spot, but it's like, but I like that Tony Khan goes like, yeah, but, my guys are still going to be top always. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, like when that pay-per-view cycle ends, you don't feel like, well, they just put the belts on all eight uh, WWF guys. You know, it mm-hmm. feels like, yeah, maybe some of these guys aren't getting the like better shine in the head in WWE, but they're putting over their, their own talent and you're using these guys' names to get new people are coming in, seeing these WWE guys and they're watching Jungle Boy beat them or whoever the case. You know what I mean? And well, I think this that's, might I think not that's be a his, plus. It might not be his strong suit to take guys that were kind of somewhere else and like like vince took piper took tibiasi yeah yeah yeah. he would give them the gimmicks which i you know some of them which is super cool and that's his uh legacy i think with the mr perfect tony khan i i think up to this point has not proven that he can take someone like from wwe and make them bigger but he has proven that some guys from i guess the independence that he can give them a shine like and do their shtick like orange cassidy um darby allen these guys were sort of their like own entity i feel like it's somewhat before they came in but he's given them shine one guy he's not giving shine though and i wanted to segue into is wardlow because there was a quick little thing again on dynamite we gotta mention it because dude he's like somehow becoming like an afterthought and maybe this will all get switched around in a, a month right maybe i'm panicking for no reason but he's such an afterthought (laughs) but what do you know but when you watch it though like he he, we talked about going from white hot to somewhat like oh was he on the show oh i I didn't catch it like Mm -hmm. what do you what do you think currently going on with uh wardlow because he's going right back at joe which i think i thought the point was (laughs) to get away from the tnt title a lot of people were saying yeah listen i don't know man you know like there's only so much room at the top like it gets tricky with all these guys but Warlow, he definitely had a moment and it didn't seem like they maximized the potential of that moment. But I think what gets forgotten too is that MJF hurts that moment as well. You know what I mean? Like, because that whole weekend of Warlow's big match was talking about whether or not MJF just left the show or not, you know? And like, people like this forget about that. And like, we were there for that match and, you know, they cared about MJF when he came out and then like, that was it. They were just happy. He showed up and the rest was an afterthought since then, you know, and like the AEW's part of it, they're booking of him. Yeah. They put him right but, with QT Marshall, like the next yeah, week word low. You and know, that's but like, like, but like it also takes steam off. You know, you're supposed to have your breakout match and all everybody's talking about is the other guy's going to show up. Um, you know, which I didn't like about when MJF. Yeah, from did. the match standpoint, I hear what you're saying, but like the, mm-hmm. after that was over, 
and I'll let Duke speak on it real quick because um, since then it's just been like a steady slope sort of like not down but it's like damn he was up here and maybe it all gets switched around maybe he's MJF's next opponent at the big pay-per-view right when, whenever that revolution although some are speculating maybe Danielson but maybe they build Wardlow up by then to be in a top spot what do you think dude yeah, I don't know that he needed the top spot, but I at least wanted him to have that, you know, the TNT title for a while and like mm-hmm. dominate as that maybe. But now, I mean, like he said, he was talking shit to Joe and then but somebody else who didn't somebody challenge Joe this week? Well, not Hobbs. They, but they said he I was wanna... like the. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Old Ring of Honor guy, like from the end days of Ring of it's Honor. Juice. Right? Was it Juice? No, that's a Ring of Honor title. I think he's going after. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. The TNT. Yeah, that's it's probably what I'm thinking of then. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. That dude's an afternoon <laughs> to me. That's why I couldn't remember him. I yeah. think he blows. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I wanted a, I guess, like a, a reign of Wardlow as TNT champion, maybe ending with him never losing that title, you know, mm-hmm. giving it up when he wins the AEW world title, you know, but. I don't know. I think that dude's a stud and just again, weird, some weird goings on there, in my opinion. All right. Well, this is the state of the AEW discussion, I guess we'll call it. So I have to ask shitty celebrity and wrestling involvement. He's oh great at it, but AEW's keeping it going with Jade. Now, so the TBS champions in a few with Bow Wow, <laughs> formerly Lil Bow Wow. <laughs> and it's a dude. So, like, what is the. That started on Twitter. Did you guys not see that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Tucci saw that. <laughs> I don't know how who started what, but I saw like was it like wow, legit wow. into like, like a joke into a shoot or into a work? I guess like yeah, I think it was, it was like I think it was legit and Jay just being Jade, you know. But it's like, like, what is the you know like what's the payoff like? It's TNA type. Well, well, the payoff <laughs> yeah. seems to be whoever Bow Wow's bringing in to challenge Jade. You know, oh, like okay. you know, so like that seems to be like he's bringing in somebody, and I see you know Marks on now online like saying like he's gonna bring in Sasha because he's related to fucking some singer Snoop. who's related to Snoop. You know what I mean? Snoop's like his uncle weird, or something. Yeah. Some weird connection. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what it is. Sasha yeah, Banks is, is still under yeah. contract, I believe. We'll see. Yeah, I don't. Maybe if that's it, then fine. You know, that's. But um, I just I had to mention that because you know we already think it's had gonna Snoop. be Sasha by the way, but yeah. yeah. But we already had Snoop in AEW doing that the worst top rope splash ever in wrestling. I don't know if you guys remember that. Like Cody involved him in a match. It was so bad in AEW. Yeah. Um, but I just gotta say this: the celebrity stuff. Uh, sometimes, man, it's it's like they can't help themselves. I guess to get that little rub. The only celebrity uh, I've enjoyed so far was Mike Tyson on commentary, and I can't believe I'm that saying funny. that. But he, hey, was, Sha- Shaq's match wasn't bad with Jade. Jade's so first match. Well, I remember with that. Cody, was that, that yeah, with Cody, yeah, yeah. Cody, and I mean everything Cody table. touches is pretty much gold. So <laughs> except the uh, except that Snoop his, match. His world title, except his titles. Well, <laughs> it's gonna happen, Frank. Don't well, don't we'll you see. worry. We're gonna well, have that belt. It won't be gold. It'll be big leather W. That's true. It's just black leather, basically. Right? <laughs> yeah, black or whatever it is, whatever color to use. Marilyn Triple H is going to come in and fix everything. I thought <laughs> well, you know what? I I feel like either Frank's in with Tony Khan for real, for real, or they're they're getting word of our podcast, which we were in the top hundred uh, this past week. Very cool uh, pro wrestling podcast in the in uh, America. Maybe we'll but, get famous, John. 
Yeah. Right. That's all that's, we're doing it for. That's all we're looking. Yeah. We just want fame. <laughs> um, but I wanted to say, because <laughs> Tony Khan is hearing this, we've been talking about how, how much we love vignettes, character development, video packages, all that good stuff. There was a cool ass Hobbs vignette this week. Mm, this is what yeah. I popped for in my life. I liked it. Did you see him walking the streets? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. I'm ready yeah, for I, Hobbs, man. Yeah, I thought it was cool too. And I never thought of Hobbs as like a street guy. I don't know why. I just did. I know what you, you know, mean. But, yeah. but uh, seeing that video, but it was cool. It was like, all right, you know, it just looks like the goon of the neighborhood. And I, I, I thought it was cool. Yeah, they didn't Simple want to mess like with that. It's cool. like uh, the wire. Like oh yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Hobbs is coming. Hobbs exactly. Coming, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that, I thought that was cool. Um. I want to talk a little bit more about MJF Regal stuff because that was like the biggest story. But before we do that, what do you guys think? Because um, I was going to actually say before Rampage, I was going to give this whole like little rundown about the House mm-hmm. of Black, right? They come back mm, yeah. and I was going to be like, man, like the House of Black is back and doing like the same thing they were kind of doing. I was going to kind of like rant and rave. But I think they closed out Rampage, uh, like sort of staring down Orange Cassie, like the whole group of. I guess upper mid carters. Cause I was just going to say like, they need to be involved in some bigger type stuff. Like why not yeah. surround the big dogs, the big names? Yeah. Of yeah, AEW? Yeah. Did, oh, you did you see that? that one clip? I guess it didn't air, but like it happened and people recorded it like at the show where they're beat up Brandon Cutler. And like, you see Malachi black talking to Brandon Cutler and he says something like the people you hang with, you know, he's talking about like basically the elite, you know, that's who mm-hmm. Brandon Cutler's with. So I was just like, so that didn't air on TV. Um, so who knows what that's going to be, but like, that's like what you're talking about. Like that's the elite, you know what I mean? Like they're not yeah. the champions currently of the trios. Well, I'm sure they will be by the end of these seven matches I'd imagine, but that's where I want to see them go, you know? Because like we said earlier with Wardlow, there's only so much room at the top, right? I think Malachi yeah, Black yeah. is a top guy. I think Brody can be a top guy. Um, but, you know, putting them in something important, going against the the elite for trios titles or whatever, I think that's a big program as well. Yeah, you just can, something you know, you like bigger. Over next month. Yeah, you know, and stuff. So hopefully, like the best friendship is definitely where they're leaning on TV right now. And yeah. I get that as well. He's the All-Atlantic champion. They're very popular. Okay, but they need to come out on top of that and then move on to the elite or whoever. But Duke, like, that's a good point. But Duke, like the trios, like the groups, the factions, like that's a thing in AEW. That's not always been the thing with like a group or a stable. Like Malachi can go and just have a singles feud and still be a part of the group, right? Like he doesn't. Oh, yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I think um, it's funny because I don't know the answer. Like, I don't know what you do with them. I know that when they came in, what is it? It's been two weeks now in a row that they've done this mm-hmm. and they just smashed everybody. Like I was all about that. I thought it was cool as shit. I thought they looked super yeah. cool. Even Buddy Matthews, whose name just I can't get over <laughs> that name. Like, I think Julia Hart looks cool as shit. Yeah, she looked great like, this week. Yeah, they all look really cool. Like, you know, she's kind of got that witch hat going on now. Yeah, yeah. I just I don't know. And it might be the, the situation that AEW's in, like how to use them. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, maybe, you know, one goes for the the All Atlantic title and one goes for the tag team titles or something. I don't know. It, I just don't know how to use them. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just but because... I do enjoy them. And and I'm enjoying the shit out of Orange Cassidy as All Atlantic champion. Like, I think it's awesome. Yeah. And he's having like Same. good matches too. So 
I don't know. Yeah, very good matches. Yeah, I only brought that up because they're back, and I'd like to see. Yeah, I'd like to just see them mix it up, not just go formulaic sure. with. You yeah, know, I, what mean, I mean, we're all back. fans of them. I just just don't know what the right answer is. You know how to use those well, guys. Frank's right. There's only so much room at the top, and with uh, two of the main event guys, who I think are, I mean, they're two of my favorite guys in the company, but uh, Moxley and Hangman. So Hangman came back earlier in, in the show to start the show. We we kind of glossed over that, but. He came back, I guess, to avenge the fact that he got he got knocked out cold by Mox mm-hmm. in his last appearance. It was a scary moment, but he's back. He looks good. Out for blood. Um, it's just weird to me because maybe it's like Moxley's final, uh, you know, task before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Maybe <laughs> clear, tie up some loose ends, right? I guess. Yeah. Um, which I'm cool with because, you know, he's been running and gunning, but I wanted to say, like, with Hangman now, um, I feel like I accepted him as a main eventer by the time his title reign was over. Like, I know some people were kind of down on it, but I really look at him as a top guy for that company. And MJF, uh, I don't know, man. I'm not sold that he's, like, the guy or even a main eventer. I was telling you guys that in a text. But, yeah, man, like, after that promo. But what do you think about, like, getting into it, the world title picture going forward? this whole thing now with MJF, where do you look at, uh, at like AEW a year from now? Do you think they're going to try to tack on like this two, three year reign because he's talking like he's some special attraction. He's doing the whole thing. You know, the Brock mm-hmm. Lesnar Roman Reigns thing. He's telling you about it, which is even worse, right? If you mm-hmm. tell me your special attraction, I don't know if I could buy his one, but what mm-hmm. do you think they're going to go through with like an Epic long reign with MJF? No, I think they'll go through with a decently long reign like they typically do with guys before Punk's injury issues and all this back and forth with the belt. Usually everybody had the belt for a good six months, right? Six plus months. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see why MJF would be any different. I could see him being maybe the longest, whatever that number is. You know, I'm sure it's not more than a year. They've only been around a few years, right? And they've had several champions already. So, like, I could see him being, like, the long. I doubt we'll get into, like, any kind of Roman territory. I think establishing him as the longest reigning champion this early in the company does enough, you know, where, like, Roman has all this this historic company behind him, so you could only match so many guys, right? But if MGF becomes the longest reigning champion and that's story to do, and he could still continue this whole shit, like, go, the, the, the 2024 battle for his signature or whatever. So, like, I think it could be long, but I don't think it'll approach even – two years or like a year and a half i think it's done so we'll see i don't know about how i feel about the title picture as a whole because it seems very like i like Rick, ricky stars has a title shot that's cool but like he's not winning it right so then who like who's next you know is it brian is it you know i want to see this guy in real feuds i've been saying i'm not super high on mjf as like the top guy at the moment i've been saying i don't love like the promos and he's kind of corny to me but i get it um, so like him winning the title wasn't my favorite thing. And I think him as a champion, it makes it like a little strange because I don't know that he's so believable. Like you believe Mox, right? We know punk. You we hangman, I wasn't in love with as a champion, but you know, he had the matches, they built him up, you know. With this MJF, I'm just like, I'm torn. I mean, he hasn't done shit so far, so I'm not gonna kill him yet, but I'm torn. I wasn't a fan of the decision so far. I'm just like, it feels like it, it just feels like that belt seems less important and weirdly, you know, it just feels like mm-hmm. it's not a prestigious dude or like a, an accomplished dude to have that belt. 
So, and I wasn't so convinced by the story where like Hangman had this like real deep story to get mm-hmm. to that point where like MJF, I'm like, I'm not so convinced by. So the heavyweight yeah. title picture, I'm not sold yet. And I'm happy Ricky starts getting the match, but I just wish he would be winning it at fucking at this point. I mean, to be honest. <laughs> well, it's, it's uh, Kenny Omega, 346 days. That's your longest okay. champion. Okay. Yeah, so like a year and beats Kenny Omega. You know? A year like, beats Omega. And I want to ask Duke because I'm of the opinion that they're going into this thinking long-term, hold it till 2024. We're going to have that belt around you as this big dramatic. Is he going to go to WWE with the belt? That's what I think they're going to try to do. I don't really feel like MJF commands a main event like must see you know like when moxley was fighting punk for instance punk is in a league Mm -hmm. of his own right but then just you name it right now like um guys danielson there's other guys it's like oh they're in the main event but if you tell me mjf uh is the main event of the next pay-per-view i'm not sure duke what do you think like i said you're not not kicking the door down to see that Mm -hmm. man's like i can't miss this fucking MJF versus Ricky Starks or whoever. And I love him. You know, he might talk like, us into the building, right? Like MJF's yeah, done yeah, in the yeah, past. Maybe. Danielson's a good storyteller. Mm-hmm. But if that's the next guy, Duke, what do you think about the title picture? Do you think it'll be a long reign? I do think it will be a relatively long reign just because like I think that's their vision. But I hope that they adapt. You know, if it's not working, it's not working. Like MJF, like He's athletic. He's more athletic than I think people give him credit for. Like he can do moonsaults and he can do, you know, all that type of stuff. But like um, when he gets in the ring, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. I think his feuds have been exceptional in AEW. And that's that's a big part of pro wrestling is storytelling. But like if I could see, you know, the main event is going to be MJF against Ricky Starks or Kenny Omega versus Brian Danielson. Which one are you guys picking? Yeah. yeah. You know, like I'm going to pick the second title. option. Yeah. Like, hmm. so, I mean, we'll see, man. Let's, let's see. It's been a week. Let's well, go. I also guys point out and maybe he can, mm-hmm. you know, maybe he can show us something different. And I do think yeah. there is, you know, something to be said for the chase. You know, Ric Flair was champion and he fought everybody. And he cheated the win, and it was compelling. So yeah, yeah, good. Right? Like that's what it would have to be, right? Like that's the only, and that's hard to do. Like I think of Ric Flair as the champ, and like how he was. You, everybody hated his guts. You know, everybody got a shot. He lost a lot though. That was a different time. Oh, he, yeah. did lose, he did lose yep. about a dozen times plus. Yep. But you, you know. know what the thing is, really quick about Flair. Mm-hmm. But uh, I want to say is Flair used to put over the NWA, WWE, yeah. TNA, yeah, yeah, wherever yeah. he was. That title was God to him, yeah. right? And yeah, MJF yeah, yeah. is shitting on his title. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so if he wants to be Flair, you're missing that one important thing, which is, um, I don't know, the logic, I guess, for him is the AEW, the title is useless almost. Like, it's just, a, I guess, an avenue to get him to it's WWE or stone, something. Yeah. 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 It's yeah and- I don't, I don't like that, that aspect at all. Like I mentioned, like, you are the face of the company now. Like, carry, this is what you wanted, dude. Yeah, you wanted to be the guy. You wanted this spotlight. You got it. Mm-hmm. Now you know, go elevate this company as you said you would. You mm-hmm. know, like Ric Flair would come out and say, "This is the most precious prize in sports today." Yeah. Blah blah blah. Like, and he was and a he, heel, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Because you could be a heel and still respect the title. Yeah, and least. it's like, and I get that that's MJF's thing, right? He's like the anti 
AEW guy within AEW, I guess, you know, in a way. Okay, yeah. But like, so he's not gonna, you know, stroke them off necessarily for the title because he's been telling everybody how. Well, when the, you know, when the cameras aren't on, he has no problem stroking <laughs> yeah, Tony. It's true. So. It's true. But what I wanted to point out too, which I'm not that guy usually, but the last two weeks ratings for Dynamite have been lower. You know what I mean? And this is like the lowest this past yeah, week. The lowest this past week. And it's like MJF is your champion, you know, like something we can't you can only deny so much, right? Like there's always extenuating circumstances for ratings from one week to another. It's a weekly show, it shit happens. And it's not like it's dropped by a million viewers, you know, it's dropping by fifty thousand or whatever it is, thousands. But when CM Punk was a champion they were having the best ratings. You know what I mean? And sort of like when Moxie was champion, they were consistently, you know, solid ratings. They'd go up, you know, in certain events or whatever. MJF's been the champion for two weeks. He wasn't on the show last week, so you can't kill him. But mm-hmm. part of the draw is your champion. And those two shows, the show, the big show with him back was their lowest one. The one that he wasn't on was also lower than expected. So it's like, you know, this whole two years shit that John talking about, like potentially or whatever, like a Roman type of story. Maybe that's the plan. But if these ratings don't shift, you know, these networks yep. will be like, Hey, uh, who's that's your biggest draw? You better is adapt, Bri- right? yeah, yeah. Is it Brian? Yeah. Davidson? I mean, because that guy needs to, to be the champion. Whoever's yeah. the biggest draw. You have to be able to call an audible, you know, mm-hmm. the great that's a quarterbacks good when they look at the defense and, it's not there. They call an audible. This is what mm-hmm. you have to do as a leader. You know, if you're Tony Khan, like I say it all the time, like this guy's a pro wrestling fan and that's fucking great, dude. We're mm-hmm. all pro wrestling fans, but brother, it is a business, man. And if the business, you know, it's your money, dude. Yeah. yeah. Well, I want to get into that really quick because uh, we did gloss over the elite and the death triangle that closed out dynamite, the best of seven. Elite ended up getting the win. They're now down two to one. Um, I heard someone real quick before we go on. Um, yes, you mentioned Hangman's return and like. Sorry, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I just want to give Ed a shout out, Ed Z, because like he's probably stoked that the Hangman's back now because he's been down on AEW. So Ed, if you're not watching, tune back in because the Cowboys back. Hopefully it'll rope you right back in. (laughs) Hangman will last you back in. He'll last you right back in. But yeah, I wanted to say that Death Triangle uh, went down to the elite. So it's a 2-1 advantage. Would have been cool uh, to have a sweep scenario, possibly like a 3-0 and have the elite make the, the full comeback. Yeah. Uh, Might have been fun because they're, I, I know was thinking about that. Would you guys have liked that, though? Doesn't that make oh, them yeah. look weak, though? Doesn't yeah. that make the Death Triangle That's look That's my weak? issue, losing that yeah. many, you know? Because like, I think but the you could play on you could though. play on the hammer thing for all those losses, like... You know, dissension, dissension, dissension. Yeah. If you want to go that route. But I did want to bring up the elite um, because so I want to tie this up with the fact that Regal's now leaving, right? He's going back Mm -hmm. to WWE. And I would say shit's crazy, dude. Look, I would say, why would he want to go back to WWE soon? The easy answer is his boys there, trips. He probably never wanted to leave, right? But you get these weird quotes. Who is EC3, right? I mean, he's nobody, I guess, as far as like yeah, well, reliable. Yeah, exactly. You saw the quote, yeah, yeah. Frank? Um, I did. Remind me. I saw it. but remind Okay. Me so it. the quote is this. It says, when Regal went over to AEW, the oh, word yeah, he yeah. said was, I immediately regret this mm-hmm. decision. There's very much a maturity issue here within management. And I want to bring that up because it ties into Punk and the post the media scrum where he brought up this company being run by children. Yeah. And then... The fact that Tony Khan, so I I feel like this is not me like 
burying Tony Khan because he's a fan. He's got money. He's doing his thing. But this feels kind of like a lack of overall respect for TK, whether it's Punk verbally killing the company next to TK or Regal bouncing kind of like mid-major storyline, if you want to call it that, or even like the Andrade and Miro publicly dissing him and dissing their booking. Like, my thing is this, like, I asked this question and I think I know the answer, but like, it will AEW be around in five years? Yes. Cause it, cause impact never is leaving apparently. Right. So if they could be alive, AEW that's what I'm saying. Alive. Yeah. Ring of okay. honor. It took like a whole ass pandemic. I didn't even know where ring of honor was airing for the last seven years. You know what I mean? And it was just like, but they were around, you know, yeah. and they don't have, they don't have a 10th of the money this guy has, you know? So but has it peaked? Like, has AEW peaked? And if, can they just recapture, or am I overreacting? Yeah, overreacting per usual. It's not like their biggest overreaction, I don't think. But like, I just think it's a it's a young company. You know what I mean? Like, this is shit. This is how shit goes. You know, two three years into Vince's company, they weren't sure how that was going to end up either. You know what I mean? And like, then you look at it, and it's like, oh, it's the biggest shit of all time. You know, so it's just so so early. There's so many. So many things that can happen that, you know, can go right, can go wrong. I don't know. You don't know who's the next star, right? Like, what if it's fucking Ricky Starks is the next rock, you know? And we just haven't seen it yet. You know, we there's so much, so many, like, you know, things that the unknown to still to, like, happen. I, I just think it's fine. I, like, listen, it's not maybe their best moment ever, you know, like, as a company, as a whole. That C- EC3 shit, listen, I wouldn't trust that guy as far as I could throw him. You know what I mean? He's a brain dead moron roided out of his mind right now. He can't think straight. So it's like, I'm supposed to believe him. He was that, that, uh, no, but that was my first thought though. When Regal left, I I mean, he like, that's, you probably had to think it though. Right. Like Regal wants to get out of here. Like, yeah, he's probably, but I think, I think if will, I don't think William Regal wanted to get fired from WWE, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like that came as a shock. So like, if that was if he was happy there and then they fired him and then like the guy who he was happy with offered him job back, I don't I don't see why he wouldn't go back. You know, it seems loyal to certain folks, right? He came back into AEW and was working with all his guys. So I don't, you know, well, what I don't do you know. both of you guys think about that maturity issue thing? Do you think it's a concern? Because you got the elite, definitely the clicky, a thing. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's probably definitely a thing. It's a young company with young management, you know, who haven't managed pro wrestlers, you know what I mean? So I'm sure that it's not what these guys are used to, but what these guys are used to also aren't necessarily the most well-run fucking establishments. You know what I mean? What's Regal used to? He was in all these companies that no longer exist. And then WWE, who has been a train wreck for a decade, you know, they're making money, but not because of the product. Right. I think, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's sort of like, just, I, I hear what these guys say and all that, but it's like, you know, uh, there's name a business that's exactly the same as it was 30 years ago when you started in it you know it's so, like that's just how shit goes so if, like they're if william regal is old school and he's not used to that management fair enough but is it right or wrong is it a problem or not i don't know cm punk we i love him he you know we know he's a grumpy ass dude you know what i mean like we know he's gonna get butt hurt over stuff that maybe some other guys are just rolling with you know i don't know it's just hard but to you say. also said and do you you agreed like there was a lot of truth that probably was spoken right like sure during the punk yeah, thing yeah. you know but not to like get any all back business, into that, right but. like yeah 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 but like any business right like there, there's people at the top of any management that you're like i don't fucking like the way they're doing this it doesn't mean the company's gonna not be there in a few years you know that's, especially yeah. when that was you know it's just there's just like so much that i'm just like 
I take everything with a grain of salt, right? Because like the Andrade shit, you know, people are like, oh, he's desperate to leave. He's desperate. Oh, no, he's actually just injured. and he had to get surgery. You know what I mean? And that's why he hasn't been around. There's always some sort of other thing. William Regal, the second he got there, he he, he wanted to go. Oh, well, really? Because he started a fucking podcast and all he was doing was praising AEW and the way they were. Do you know what I mean? So it's sort of like, is that true? Or is it, you know, there's so many things that we don't know. And we're all hearing all these secondhand bits, you know? So it's just, it's hard well, dude, for me you, to like be let me crucial. Ask- let me ask Duke real quick because you were you've been watching the biz. You've you've seen all these companies, um, you know, at their highs and lows. I guess with AEW, the state of AEW, that's how we started. How do you feel about the company moving forward now that because we were all into the Black Blackpool Combat Club, we were also into Regal being there to help the guys, right? And so, what are you thinking now as as we move forward with AEW? Yeah, I mean, for me, like Regal leaving, the biggest bummer is the Blackpool Combat Club. Like, I love that little faction. I thought um, that was like something I would make in a video game. You know, like, Mm -hmm. I thought it was that cool. And like, I felt like it helped Wheeler Yuta. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, like, it's too bad that, you know, they can stay together, I guess. But like the Blackpool thing kind of goes with Regal, right? Yeah, for sure. It seems that way. Um. And I don't, it's, it's weird, man. I I think like Frank said, maybe it's like, if this is true, you know, if he said like, you know, it's kind of juvenile backstage or whatever, maybe that's the old school in him. Cause we know that punk's old school and maybe that's why it didn't work out there. You know, um, Mm -hmm. I see like some stuff that like these guys say, and like, they're kind of like, I don't know, even like the um, when the elite were in the ring and they were mocking CM Punk, I think that's fucking childish. You know, like if there's nothing, if Punk's gone, like move on. Right. Like, I I think that is kind of childish. But I do think they'll be around because Tony Khan's fucking loaded. Um, (laughs) Hopefully it'll be a good product. You know, hopefully that, you know, I'm not ready to, you know, give up on MJF. He just got the strap like ratings come and go you know they fluctuate we'll see what the pay-per-view like, buys yeah, if see. anything that's, yeah, that's a bigger yeah, metric let's right? see that's what true. he can do you know i mean his feuds have been awesome i think we can all agree on that like mm-hmm. yeah man and when you said you don't really care about him when he gets in the ring or do you mean yeah. like his match quality or because i yeah, think he's I had some know. really good just, matches yeah i don't um like if you tell me oh the main event tonight is mjf and fucking pick one I'm like, oh, okay. Allen. yeah, yeah. But yeah. if you tell me the main event, oh, Kenny Omega's fighting Dax Harwood, I'm like, oh shit, I'm gonna yeah. tune in for that. You know, like, yeah, this started with maybe it's and, me, and, maybe it's a preference of me. Well, it started with us all. We really do, I think, deep down, want MJF to succeed, and we like MJF yeah, uh, sure. as a, as a talent, right? Like, mm-hmm. so it's more about. Um, don't lose your way, kid. Like you were on, you were on fire, and I just feel like lately it's been very, very like messy. He's got to stop this WWE talk. That shit has to stop. Pick a I lane. I wouldn't even if I'm the owner of AEW. I want. I would say, shut the fuck up, dude. Mm-hmm. You. Well, that's what I'm talking about. About the respect thing. Wrestling. You go out there and tell everybody how important that your triple B is now. If it's Tony Khan's gimmick to be like sort of a um like emasculated by his talent, if that's like his shtick and he's just like feeding into it, then that's fine. But like, yeah, it doesn't look good for, you know, your billionaire owner to 
I guess just allow you to walk out on TV and bury the company. No, if there's, I mean, sense. but Vince did it. I mean, Vince did it, and I ended up being like one of the biggest feuds of wrestling history. He let he let Austin come out and berate him and beat the shit out of him weekly. No, I know, but I don't think Austin was like, I "Look, have... I'm gonna take this to WCW," exactly. and mm -hmm. uh, I love Nitro right now. Uh, it, you know, it's just I don't think it's. Yeah, I have no problem if you want to come out and shit on the company. That's fine, but like you gotta do a different spin, man. It's not about WWE. Right. Like it, right. it looks amateur. It looks like, you know, look, we're as good as they are. Like, fuck WWE. Do your own thing. Get them out of you. your mind. You You're in your own world. Yeah. Like, yeah. You don't or, you know the, the other WWE. New Japan. Like they they have the yeah. door wide open to all companies. So I guess that's the go point, out right? and tell everybody that you you hate this company and you rule the company now. I hate that's to be all. that guy, but like. We always say like, ah, well, all the shit they do is all the same shit we've seen a million times. You know what I mean? And we don't, we haven't seen the top guy of the company actively burying his own company. You know what I mean? To hype up somewhere else. I get what you guys are saying. Trust me, I understand well, completely. I mean, franchise side, did but it. like I like like Shane Douglas kind of was anti his own. Uh, I mean, even Cactus Jack and ECW played on the anti extreme stuff. I guess he wasn't the champ at the time, but no, nah, yeah, he wasn't um, the champ. You can show I hear what you're company. saying. That's yeah. that's not my problem. My problem is his 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 like spiel is I'm gonna leave guys and I'm gonna go to yeah. WWE. Like, well, bye, name dude. dropping JBL, Triple yeah. H. Yeah, I mean bye. it's like but you know what as we wrap up here on the wrap up, I do want to say um follow us on Instagram at no sold underscore podcast. That's the best way to kind of interact with us, DMs, all that good stuff. We've been getting a lot of comments. But um, also subscribe on YouTube. But I do want to mention because one of these comments on our Instagram was about how I kind of mentioned how Bruno and Hogan, I was getting into a whole spiel about, you know, their legacy and Roman Reigns. And it was a whole uh, sidebar thing. But someone mentioned to me that Bruno doesn't mean shit in current day wrestling. Oof. And, I, you know, I shouldn't even have to um, bring his name up. But then this week on Dynamite. MJF name drop Bruno because he's the longest reigning champion in the history of wrestling. He will always be yeah. relevant in any year. But I wanted to ask you guys on your thoughts on the way out. Uh, MJF, man, Barry and Bruno, um, he, he really laid into him. What do you think about the way, like, he's a heel, he's a villain. But do you think, is that, like, too cheap Like to kind of talk shit about the dead? Or is that, are you cool with it? Um... You know, it is cheap. I mean, it's definitely cheap. I don't know if I'm cool with it. You know, because like, did it do anything for you to hate him? Yeah, more? no, yeah, like it didn't make me hate him more. It made me think he's a kind of a clown. You know, and like that's that's my issue with the guy's promos from the jump. You know, because everything to me is cheap. I he listen. He's clever sometimes. His storytelling, some of these things have been great, but too often with his promos, I'm just like, yeah. I mean, cheap heat is cool, I guess. You know, and it gets the crowd worked up, whatever town you're in, but. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I just think everything he's doing is kind of corny. So him talking about Bruno, it's like, yeah, man, you're corny, you know? So, like, I expect you to continue to do corny shit. I don't think he's cool. So that's my thing. Yeah, it, like, the only only passed away wrestler I get butthurt with is Eddie. You know what I mean? When guys do stuff with. And I'm sure I'll get defensive of, like, Scott Hall when that becomes the cool thing for guys to reference. You know what I mean? How they got the all love Scott Hall. Whatever. Or hate on him. They always say that about Eddie, though, that, oh, Eddie would have loved this. Like, she'll, they'll, yeah, yeah, they'll always yeah. say, Ray will say, I feel like knowing the guy Bruno was, he'd be like, you, no, Bruno, you know, we're talking about like something. that shit at all. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? So, Duke, what do you think really quick about that cheap heat as we get out of here? And 
I never like when they talk about the dead. I remember, like Frank mentioned, Eddie, when it like first happened, it was like mm-hmm. fresh and like JBL like talking badly about Eddie Guerrero, and I'm like, that's fucking bad taste, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm sorry, sure. I'm that's never cool. Like, 9/11 jokes are never gonna be funny. You know, like some things just aren't cool. Like if you want to go out and say, you know, Bruno San Martino's title reign is going to mean shit when I'm done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm cool with that. But like, you're not rolling over in your pieces. Yeah, don't. Right. Exactly. I don't know. That's not heel heat to me. Like Piper wouldn't have had to do that. You know what I mean? Ric Flair would not have done that. I think we're just seeing the guy's level. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those guys were a fucking certain level and like actually that. And MGF got placed in that bracket with all these guys before he'd done the shit. And now he's the guy. And you're like, oh, you're actually kind of corny. Like, and you know, more people are gonna come around to that, I think, logic. Like, I think our perception is the minority. Surprise, surprise. Oh, I think people definitely. are digging. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. People are yeah, digging this. Sure. But we're gonna talk next week about probably some WWE, but some more AEW. Um, I think all things considered. You know, I still enjoy the show every week. It's the one show I watch. It's the one yeah. show I make sure I watch. I'm not like, you know, the sky's not falling. I just do think the Regal thing was interesting and it was topical. Mm-hmm. Um, this Friday, we're going to be talking about some of our all-time favorite matches in the history of pro wrestling. So you're going to want to tune into that. And uh, as we get out of here, anything else from you guys on this current state of AEW? No, I am curious to see how, like, the show's ratings like bounce back from the for the next like month or so you know because i'm not like this worry word about shit like that but you know this is a big moment right you you crowned a new champion you want shit to keep you know moving forward and i want to see like what happens is this is this a like a fluke or people tired of the seven you know the trios match again because you had the same main event that people just saw twice already as your main event did that hurt the overall rating of the show is it because people don't care about MJF? Is it because people are over it? You know, I'm curious to see where shit like shakes out. And I trust, um, and then the, you know, in the three years that we've gotten, I've trusted Tony Khan for a payoff to most of the big storylines, you know, like mm-hmm. maybe some little ones get lost in there and we just forget about them. But like for the big shit, I tend to trust where he goes. And when it's all said and done, I'm like, okay, I get it. Whether I'm a fan of it or not. All right. I can appreciate that. We'll move on with MJF. And all of this stuff with Regal and this and that, I'm curious to see how it all shakes out. So I guess we'll see. Cool. Duke, you got anything as we get out of here? Keep keep tuning in. Keep it's on tuning get better. in. It's got to. It's got to get it's better. It's got to get better, right? Everywhere up from here. Uh, I hope some of the rumors aren't true because I heard or read that Punk apparently has, you know, kind of made it final that he's not with AEW anymore. We'll have to keep watching. If mm-hmm. you know, if the elite are dogging him and making fun of him for for no reason, that's even worse. But yeah. I hope that's not the case. Hopefully, it's the biggest angle ever. We'll see, right? Keep your fingers crossed. We'll catch you this Friday. Like I said, our all-time favorite matches in history, and uh, we'll see you next week on the wrap as well for the East West Connection. Peace out.